Welcome to FitCast Life Fuel. This show is all about giving you the motivation, the tools, and the resources that you need to do whatever you want to do. It could be in the realm of personal development. It could be in the realm of business. It is, again, just giving you the, the fuel to help you get to where you want to go in life. So this show is very, very special to me. Uh, this may be the show that I'm most excited about on the network because it's going to allow me to, to share the information from so many great people uh, with you. And I think this is going to be incredibly impactful if you're subscribing to this and tuning in every other week. Maybe if it's, if it's popular enough, if we can get you know, the backing from the audience enough, I can make this a, a weekly show, but you'll, you'll have to let me know. You'll have to let me know how it, how it goes. So th- for this very first episode, I get Steve Ledbetter, who I, I am incredibly happy to get on the show. And he's kind of the person that I had in mind when I was putting all this stuff together, but I'll, I'll wait on that. I'm going to explain that when, now that we've recorded this, this, this thing that you're going to about to listen to, I recorded that before I went to Japan, which was like three weeks ago. So You'll you'll tell the audio is a little bit better right now than what it is uh, in a couple minutes, but uh, I'm I'm really really happy with how it turned out, and I've already recorded the next two episodes after that as well, and it's just oh it's so great. I think you guys are really gonna love this. So here it is, uh, the very first episode. Don't forget to go to fitcast.network to get all the other shows, and I hope you are really enjoying what's going on with the network because this is the last thing that gets to be debuted in the, in the launch. So thank you so much for your support already. And I'm going to stop talking. You guys need the fuel. All right. I'm just going to let you get to it. Let's get to the fuel. Here's FitCast Life Fuel. Oh, and, and one more thing. Um, I had to buy a bunch of mass production music for this show. So I actually had to spend like a lot of money. It's not cheap, but of all the tracks that I bought for this, this network, I think this one fits perfectly for this show. Uh, check it out. Here it is. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of FitCast Life Fuel. My name is Kevin Larrabee, and I was thinking, who do I want to have on the very first episode of FitCast Life Fuel? Who am I going to have? Am I going to have, I don't know, Can I, I could have Gary Vaynerchuk, I could have, <laughs> uh, who else is out there? I could have Tony Robbins, I could have... Um, Shaquille O'Neal, I could have Madonna, but no, when I thought about this show, and it was actually in the initial conversations when I was putting like these shows together, figuring out what would be on this network, there were conversations with this very person, and that's Coach Steve-O, Steve Ledbetter. Steve, how you doing? I'm trying really hard not to laugh No, you're doing you know, <laughs> at the, awesome, the, the, the pantheon. Of people that you put me in. Yeah. Yeah. I have all their cell phone numbers and like we're all <laughs> friends on like Snapchat. And I still... I, I am pretty sure that you could sell Gary V's cell phone number to the highest bidder and you would make and you could retire. I'm oh, pretty sure that's how that works. Yeah, I think I think he could pretty quickly maybe jump and uh, smash the phone and afford to pick up a new one. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's, he seems to be doing. I think he has okay. someone on staff who hands him phones. Why not? Why yeah. not? I mean, if I if I was Gary V, I probably would also have a phone guy. 
<laughs> just to like, hey, I need a new phone. All right, well, just unseal this new iPhone 6 or whatever. It somehow has all your settings correct. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's automatically synced by uh, Tim Cook, head of Apple, personally <laughs> syncs his phone and get him ready. But um, this this show is uh, – this is very cool because not only is this the very first episode of one of the shows that is brand new that I'm doing, part of the FitCast network, which if you're listening to this, you, you really know about. But uh, with this show, like I – like let's let's go back in time a little bit because mm-hmm. like I was spending and this is when I was talking with you like I was texting with you a lot and I was talking on the phone and uh I was spending a lot of nights on my my living room carpet floor with mm-hmm. a gigantic whiteboard an iPad and a laptop and a notebook out and constantly like writing down like all right well what do I want to talk about like what are the things that I want to discuss and and you know what what are the things that I want to you know learn about and then share with other people and like a lot of these kind of circled together into a blob, which was, you know, motivational stuff, business stuff, uh, dealing with with fear and entrepreneurship, dealing with uh, creativity and content production, which is obviously what this is, and you know, putting together a show that people could listen to, and then after they listen to it, I want them to be like, oh my god. I need to rip my headphones out right now. I have so many ideas. I have so many things that I want to do right now. I got to go do it. And this may be, this might be like the most popular of all the new shows that I do, I think. Um, That's the one you're most excited about. I know that. I don't know. Like, I'm so excited about, this is really, it's so, would it be meta that I'm just really excited about producing this new content in a show that's about producing new content and being more productive and being better at whatever we want to do. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's, 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 it's hard to describe, but, uh, I'm going to try to do it today, but this is like talking about you real quick and, and why I wanted to get you on here. And like, you're going to probably end up being on everything that is part of this <laughs> network. Uh, sneak preview everyone. Yes, pretty much. Uh, but you started this company habitry mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Uh, I had the the fortunate uh, ability to to go to one of your motivate summits a couple weeks ago in Boston, uh, which was really really awesome. And this was when I was only able to stay there for the first half because I had no one to watch my dog, which was great. And also, I had this thing called the Fitcast Network <laughs> to put together. And yeah, I had this lame excuse called I'm trying to start a whole company by myself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I had, it wasn't even one excuse. It was like a good sandwich of excuses, but I, I got a lot out of that event. Not only, it was just like a really great experience and it was a really different way of getting people together and, and sharing ideas and not just having it be like, hi, I'm, I'm coach Steve-O and I'm going to do eight hours of PowerPoint presentations. <laughs> and like, I'm going to do that thing where, Hey, please ask questions. But like, no one's ever going to ask questions. Uh, <laughs> it was more like, all right, well, let's break up into some groups. Let's figure out what everyone wants to talk about today. Like, this is a summit that is is for you. We're going to figure out what everyone wants to get out of this. And then what ends up happening is, like, people break off into groups and discussions happen. And it, it was so great because not only was, was I able to help other people out, but I was getting help <clears throat> from other people. And you're kind of, like, mixing together this whole, like, fish tank of experts yeah. And everyone gets to talk to each other because you don't even realize 
Like, oh, well, I didn't even, like, I didn't know I was going to go there to talk about video editing. That was awesome. <laughs> I was able to help people out who want to like edit video better or like people were able to help me out with what we do at MBSC in terms of building communities. Oh, like, that's awesome. Um, so congratulations on all that stuff. Like really it is, Thanks. it is a hell of an event, hell of an event. And, uh, even just the four hours that I got out of it was, was great. And I'm putting it in my schedule to get to another one in the future so I can do the, the full experience. And that's the other cool thing is like, you shouldn't just go to one, you should just go to it whenever it's in town, which yeah. is kind of weird. It's, 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 it's really cool. Um, most of our summits, uh, the Boston was the one exception because it's mostly new people, but most of the summits, uh, are 40% repeat. Mm-hmm. So 40% have been to one before. Um, and actually when, when we kick it off, we actually say the people with gold lanyards are people who've been to more than one motivate summit. Cause they're mm-hmm. all different because they're all, the content is created by the people that show up and the direction of the motivate summit is like the, the people who show up are the ones who are in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the slogan that we have is the right people are the ones that show up and the ones that show up are the ones with the passion to actually change, the, to actually change shit. And we want to put them in the driver's seat mm-hmm. and the best stuff comes out of it. it and I got, I'm like, I'll talk, I could talk more about the motivate. I could talk forever about the motivate summits. <laughs> I think it's one of the best things we do. Um, but yeah, we're expanding them to, they're all going to be two days now because people can't get enough of them. Oh, wow. Um, we are, I think we're going to end up doing eight this year and we did three last year. Um, they, they just, they're, they're, they're blowing up. Um, and it's, I think it fills an un, an untapped need for helping professionals, mm-hmm. which is let's we're helping professionals really good at a lot of things, but we also have a lot of common problems, a common problem. Like how do we help people in the other 167 hours? They're not with us. Mm-hmm. And the, the great insight that I think we had was going, well, everyone's got a piece of the solution. So let's all, let's put everyone together and see what comes out of it. Um, and I, then I designed it to be kind of like the bar after every other summit mm-hmm. where you, where you have the best conversations, yeah, yeah. um, but all day. And I think, I think we're, I think we're pretty, I think we're pretty good at it. And it's maybe the one. Uh, it's maybe the the one summit where I've had the majority of people contact me afterwards to like stay in touch on Facebook and mm-hmm. continue the conversation after after even the event had ended. Uh, yeah. So, so that was like really really rad to see. So uh, I mean, we're going to be talking some some more about that. But you know, with this show. Uh, again, you know, we're going to kind of get into the realm of, of business and, and motivating ourselves and, and producing content, how to be creative. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's go back in time. And when did you, when did you originally get the idea for the motivate summits or even, you know, for the, 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 the company itself, Habitry to, to put that together? When did you get that idea? And what was the thought process like? How long did it take for you to finally, I would say finally, because it took me like 10 years to <laughs> file the paperwork to make it, to make it in reality a company. So the story with that is, um, story. I mean, it's, it's just, a, it's a series of events that happened in order. Uh, I was in, I just finished graduate school where I developed this, this methodology for helping people change their behavior in groups. Um, backstory there is I have a master's degree in health psychology, 
uh, my master's thesis was developing a, a, a system for putting people together in teams and helping them form new habits. Um, it worked really, really well. I was doing, making a good living at it, just doing it myself. It's corporate wellness programs uh, and running groups um, on my own uh, without advertising. Didn't even really have a website for it, but they just kept, kept going. Um, and, but I wanted to help more people. And I was really frustrated that it was like, look, this is, we've known how to keep people feeling motivated and focused for 40 years in mm-hmm. uh, the, the science that has been around for 40 years. We put, you put people together in, who share a common problem in a team and you help keep them uh, feeling autonomous, competent, and like they belong together. Um, but there was no one talking about it. There was no one doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was no one teaching other people how to do it. So I was complaining at, to, to, to someone, as is usually the case. I teach a morning kettlebell class for anyone who shows up at my front door at 9 a.m. every morning. This is something that I inherited from Dan John when he lived here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's essentially the evolution of the Coyote Point Kettlebell Club, except it's in my now it's in my backyard. And one of the people who comes to that uh, is a uh, is a big deal. Uh, I'll put it that way. Um, it's a big deal in certain circles. And it's Gary was, Vaynerchuk, right? It's not Gary Vaynerchuk. No, I uh, thought he took a, the plane in every day to. You get a kettlebell workout. <laughs> get a kettlebell workout. Uh, no, um, it is not. Okay. Um, and I was telling him about this problem that I see uh, all over. Mm-hmm. And he, he, we were, funnily enough, at a bar. And he said, after uh, kettlebells, and he said, he put down his drink and he said, hey, shut up for a second. Is this a problem that anyone else is going to solve? And I said, I, I don't think so. I actually think I might be the only person with the tools in the place at the time to, to kind of do this. And he said, well, sounds like you got to start a fucking company then jackass. Mm-hmm. And I said, Oh damn it. I was really hoping you wouldn't say that. <laughs> right. Right. Cause I was scared to death of doing that. Like I was scared to death of having to hang out my own shingle. I really just was like, can I be someone under, uh, under someone else's banner? Can I just write a book? Mm-hmm. Is another thing I thought a lot. And he said, is a book going to fix anyone? I said, no books is books. Not going to fix anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, yeah, sounds like you're going to have to put this thing together. Uh, and then I'm going to have to introduce you to people and let's see if we can't get you some money and get this going. And that's what happened. Um, that is when I said, I think I need to make a go of this. How long ago was that? June 2014. Yeah, June 2014. Okay. Yes. Almost Uh, two years ago. Yeah, almost two years ago. That was that conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, It took until August to get that going, um, get initial seed investment, uh, form a company. Mm-hmm. And then the first thing we did as a company was the motivate summits, uh, in September that was actually f- the, the formation documents on the company are September 14th and we had the motivate summit September 21st. So one week later. Wow. So that, that's a pretty quick turnaround for, yeah. <laughs> you know, from, from idea to like it getting, getting things going. So we're, 
the the thing that obviously I didn't do with the network is, you know, this isn't my main job. I have like 17 jobs in, mm-hmm. with what I do in my career, but um were you kind of you kind of went all in with habitry or were you still doing some other stuff on the side for for income? What were you doing? I was still coaching on the side for income, mm-hmm. uh still running groups. Um and part of the deal with the investors was that I would stop. Right. That I would only do habitry and I would only do stuff that made money for habitry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh let's let's kind of go into I have 14 things that I want to talk to you about that I have written down. Um, but the thing that I wrote down while you were talking is, I, I mean, this is the thing is like you very much like when I started the fit cast 10 years ago, it was all right. Well, I saw, I saw a need for something. I saw, I saw mm-hmm. a possibility of, of creating something that there was a hole. I thought that needed to be filled Here's this podcast that has actually good fitness and nutrition information on it and not just like, you know, the guru like stuff or like trying to sell you a bunch of crap. I I saw there was like room for a niche or a niche, whatever you want to say right there. Mm -hmm. Um, Do do you have any advice for people who who want to like go into business for themselves, but they're having trouble finding that niche or maybe their passion, what drives them doesn't necessarily have a niche maybe it's like they're going into tech blogging or something like that there's already a ton of tech blogs but maybe they can't figure out how to put their own spin on it um i think the a couple of great pieces of advice that i got were if you were consistency trumps intensity Mm -hmm. always so if you're if if you love blogging if you want to if you love something just start doing it consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote a blog that now has. So I started. I started blogging in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, the Coach Stevo blog, which is now on Habitry.com, has I think 300,000 words. And I was doing that, and I consist, and I also write for a weekly column for my fitness pal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done a lot of lot of other lot of other writing. Um, and I just loved it. So I just did it compulsively. I, I guess I have to write. Yeah. And the other thing that I have to do is uh, talk in front of people. I'm uh, utterly addicted to talking in front of people. So I just took every opportunity to do those things. And I found a niche afterwards. Like I really, like it was the process of who, who, who seems to be listening mm-hmm. that, that created that I were, by, by where I created the, the, the niche. Um, and to do what you love is actually, I don't know if that's great advice, but figuring out what you, what you love and do it consistently and then look at who's listening. Um, yeah. That, that would be the main, the first, the, the, from personal experience. The other piece of advice I got from a friend of mine um, who started his company five years ago and now has 300 employees is to if you're developing tools, so we develop software mm-hmm. and he said, solve your own problems first, eat your own dog food is, is the slogan in, in Silicon Valley, eat your own dog food. But I'm going to put a caveat to that, a little asterisk, eat your own dog food, <laughs> but, but be very clear on that. You're not everyone. Okay. Um, and always, always, always put stuff out there to new people to get feedback, to get in the here. It's called customer development. 
Um, eat your own dog food, solve your own problems because you know those problems intimately. Mm-hmm. But don't assume that you're the don't assume that everyone has your problems. Right. You actually have to go get feedback on it. Um, and those two things together is what is what's kind of driven my own thinking. Um, the main thing there is be consistent first and worry about who you're being consistent for later. Just be consistent and then figure out who's listening to you. Um, cause they'll find you. It might just be a handful of people. You might have to change who you're talking to when you realize that it's not enough people, mm-hmm. but that's what's going to give you the, that's where you're going to put in the reps on actually building the skills that make you the work you're doing valuable. I, I find it like uh, really curious. Like I, I, I like a lot of, and he keeps coming up on the show. Like I'm not a, like a gigantic, I'm not a follower, not, not a follower. What's the word uh, of Gary Vaynerchuk? Like I'm not obsessed. I don't like follow everything that he says. I don't watch every one of his talks, but uh, I, I think it's interesting, you know, when he talks about, the fact that maybe not everyone is an entrepreneur. Not everyone should start their own business, which is probably right. Maybe people are will never find their their ambition. But I think there's a lot of people out there that are more scared to to not do it. Um, that's another thing that I want to talk a lot about on on this show going into the future is how how to help people overcome fear. Like even uh, Georgia Dow, who I've been talking in a couple of weeks, I'm going to record an episode of this. It's just all about fear and how to overcome it because it, cool. it, yeah. And it's like a common thing that I talk to, I talk a lot about on the FitCast of like fitness professionals, like the fitness professional that constantly is, is complaining about how, how I can't believe Steve is where he is today. Like I know three times as much information as he is, as he does. You're, and he's probably right that whoever it's complaining. Yeah. Like why, why is he the person that's like, you know, leading an event or speak has a speaking engagement or is featured on this website or something like that. Um, and I think what, what stops a lot of people is, is fear and they just never end up getting the, the ball rolling. So that is, I don't know, maybe that's a dangerous thing where I, where I want to like make this a show that helps people start moving, start taking that first step, whether it be something as simple as, Hey, go to like WordPress and just make like a, you know, my website.wordpress.com for free, just so you can have a place to start doing something like a, like a YouTube page. Like you don't have to do everything like you were saying, but just do something that you'll be consistent with. That's the thing that I've had problems with forever is like, I want to try, I like, I think I'm going to write every day. No, I'm not going to write every day. I'll do a podcast every week though. I can mm-hmm. do that, but I'm, I'm just not a writer. I'm a talker. I'm a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Um, or same thing like with video content, like video is a much bigger hurdle than doing podcasts uh, for, mm. I mean, at least, at least for the way that I would want to do video. Like I want to go, actually, and, let's, I want to, Let's talk about about that specifically, not just video, but I'm talking about this idea that like, there's a way that you want to do it. Okay. Um, because I have ridiculously high personal standards that I've had to, uh, kill with fire. Yeah. Yeah. And look at, I'm, I'm working with a new microphone today and I'm dropping $400 on audio equipment because. Yeah. uh, And I left my good mic at the office and I'm talking to you from home and just had to kind of get over it. Sound pretty good. You sound (laughs) pretty good. Thank you, Apple. Uh, Yeah, thanks, Apple, um, for your your, for your free headset, (laughs) your thirty-five cent headphones. Yeah. Um, So I am very 
lucky because right after I taught, I did the motivate summit, um, I asked someone to co- start coming to work to, to be my co-founder. Uh, mm-hmm. her is Vanessa Nalon and she's the COO of Habitry and she is a professional photographer. She makes stuff. Um, before this, she was a professional photographer in addition to, um, being on the founding team of a number of startups mm-hmm. and she is all about minimal viable product, all about what's the, what's the, what's the one will do the most that what's the one will do the fastest, the most consistently and learn the most from, right. that's her, that's her MO. And there's a fantastic quote from Ira Glass. If you, I don't remember the whole thing. I'm going to paraphrase it, but look it up. It's so much more powerful than what I'm going to say, which is when you first start out making anything, the gift that you have is your taste. You have a, you have a high stand, you have a high standard, you have high mm-hmm. taste. The problem is anything that you make is not going to be meet up to that standard. Mm-hmm. Every, you're, you're going to be comparing everything you do to the, where you want it to be. Yeah. And what you have to do is look at everything you make as an opportunity to learn to get a little bit closer mm-hmm. to that standard. Um, at, at Habitry, we shoot everything on iPhone. We do all of our video on iPhone. Dude, that's what I did that, that announcement video was yeah. on my iPhone 6 on a tripod with uh, in my pocket was a portable recorder and yeah. a microphone and, I've, and you can just sync that stuff up in Final Cut Pro like in two seconds. Yeah, the biggest mistake I made early on was renting like some really expensive equipment to shoot a pitch video, Yeah, which was a cool concept that I had that turned out terribly because I had no experience actually shooting video. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I went back and redid the whole thing on iPhone and was just, first of all, so incredibly sleep deprived from having <laughs> from sleep from you thinking that I had to use that rental equipment for all it was worth. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, Oh, I had to return it, but I still didn't, didn't, didn't get the video I wanted. The thing that I actually ended up shooting up on the shooting on the iPhone was what worked mm-hmm. because I was honest. And because I put in the reps of explaining what we wanted to do at Habitry so many times at that point and mm-hmm. over a weekend, uh, that I was just, that was what, that was what clicked. Mm-hmm. But you have to separate your taste from, the learning process. I think this is Eric Rees who wrote uh, the Lean Startup. Yeah, yeah, recommended reading for anyone. And if you think about being an entrepreneur, that was the it was Eric Rees's stuff and the Lean methodology. Even though we're not entirely Lean at Habitry, that made me go, "Oh, wait, there's a system here. There's a way to think about business as a system." Mm-hmm. And the thing that clicked for me is the the business is a learning organism. And your, the goal of the business is to learn the most, the fastest. And money happens as a result. And once I kind of had that in my head, I was like, oh, the, everything is a learning. And our whole company is set up to learn the most, the fastest. That's, what we, that's, our, that's how we will internally meet our mission of helping the most people help the most people mm-hmm. is by learning the most, the fastest. So we have to iterate, and that means shooting on iPhone until we get a D5, and that means renting the D5 before we buy the D5. You know, it's, it, it goes to everything. I, I, um, I mean, I think you know, sticking with the talking about like video stuff for for a mm-hmm. second, because that is such an easy opportunity for you to really introduce yourself to people and to 
oh, yeah. you know, share your personality because it's video, it's audio and video, not just audio or still picture or your writing. It allows people to really see you in real life. And uh, we, we mentioned like whether it, cell phone cameras today are just so damn good, whether it be it shoots 4K. It's incredible. It shoots it shoots 4K. It will shoot uh, 120 frames per second at 720p. Yeah. It will give you 60 frames at 1080p on the latest iPhones. And I I mean, this is the thing that we were looking at or I was looking at for our certification because I want to like bring a camera to each one of the events. And like, to be honest, I bought a GoPro. Uh, mm-hmm. Like a GoPro, the 350 Hero Pro 3 yeah. or whatever it is, the one with the screen on the back. And yeah. um, I think I'm going to return it <laughs> because the camera on my phone is better than it. Yeah. Uh, but the problem is like I needed to – like I almost want to have the company buy a separate phone to just make sure we can get video or figure out some way where like the next time I get an iPhone, I get – the biggest possible one because the only thing that you run into is storage issues. Like it doesn't have yep. removable storage. Um, so that's a little bit uh, of an There's issue. There's just a top tier top tip. Just always max out all Apple hardware. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is uh WWDC. This is, who knows? This might be even like a, like a technology. Show. I don't know. This is a cool thing. I don't know what any of these shows are going to be. It can be anything <laughs> going forward. So who knows? The, 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 hopefully we're going to get new MacBooks down the road because you and I were talking about the, the need to travel light because we both fly yes. a lot now. We travel far. So, yes. Um, and that, I just, and this is apropos because today I just got my brand new MacBook 12. Oh, did you get, did you get rose gold? I did not get rose gold because Habitrue's colors are gold. So I got gold. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, after you told me not to buy it, I bought it. No, and I told you to. I think I told you to to wait. The the new yeah, uh, MacBook's got a huge bump. Yeah, huge bump. I'm real, I was waiting on it because I've been traveling with a 15 MacBook Pro yeah. um, for God, uh, a hundred thousand miles, mm-hmm. and it's yes, traveling light. If if we're gonna take a detour on this show to talk about traveling light, that might be a whole other show because I the best piece of advice I got from Dan John about this was you have to make packing a game. Otherwise, you'll go insane. And that is true. And that's also turned into a two-headed monster that, I, that every time I try to kill it only grows two heads again. Well, let's, um, uh, you know, let's, let's, take, let's take five minutes to talk about it because I'm looking, in, I'm looking at my, my wall right now. And right now, I'm actually going to be going to Utah in May now out of nowhere. Thanks, um, you got to swing by and say hi to Dan. How, work out how far five. is it from Salt Lake City? Uh, Murray, you can take the train. It's easy. What is that, like 30 minutes? Not even. Like 15. If you, you can take an Uber, it'll be there in 10. No, oh, well, I'll just do that. Um, maybe yeah, that's what I'll totally... I'll, that's a good... I'm going to write that down. I'm going to go out there early and see. Him. Everyone who's listening, you need to swing by Dan John's garage. <laughs> I don't care if you've never worked out before in your life. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's an experience that everyone should have. Uh, I might actually go out uh, because we have to do a, a certification there with a gym... Uh, chain and maybe i'll just go out like two days early do it and see him because i like this was when i started the patreon stuff like two years ago like one of the things that i wanted to do is like go and and shoot more video on location and do interviews on location Mm -hmm. and uh i was talking to him like oh yeah like like that's the first place i'm gonna go and now we can actually do it Mm -hmm. and maybe even like figuring out how to write off expenses i gotta see in my accountant soon all right um (laughs) so 
tra- traveling light because this is the thing. Like I, as like a content producer, this is this isn't like a Mac show, but like. I love my 15-inch MacBook Pro. I wish it was lighter and, and slimmer, but as someone that, again, is... Might be in June. Maybe, that's what we're... Th- hope, hopefully in June we'll get thinner, lighter, everything. But, but a 15-inch MacBook is always going to take up more than, a, than, the, than the tray on a coat seat. That's the problem. You know, you know what I would want is a 13-inch with a quad-core processor. If I could get yeah. that, that's really all I need because of podcasting, exporting and editing, and also video editing and exporting and all that yeah. stuff. I've lucked out that most of the heavy duty lifting is done by other, by either, uh, Vanessa or our developers. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't have to You're do nearly to. as much. Yeah. yeah I, I really am just down to writing and, um, communicating i kind of like total like i you know i had so i it probably took me like an hour to do it but that whole announcement video the editing was a blast because i'm like all right well, <laughs> i'm talking about this thing can i put in like can i put a video behind me can i because i'm just like shooting in front of a green screen like what can i put behind me or like that dumb streets of rage 2 thing that goes across the screen like like having some fun with it and just trying <laughs> all these things that i've been like hey kev let me just stop you for a second because you're right you know, there. Th- this is an opportunity for people out there to sponsor this show to help me produce it and advertise what they have going on. Like it could be a website they want people to check out. It could be a seminar that they have coming up. It could be anything. It could be, hey, check out my Instagram account. Sure, whatever. But the thing is, like, you guys are my family, so I'm not going to sell you something that I don't fully believe in and that isn't great. So, for example... Look at this. This Hydro Flask water bottle that I purchased from Amazon.com by going to FitCast.network and clicking on the Amazon button on the upper right-hand corner. Now I have this awesome water bottle that keeps water cold for up to 24 hours. Like I'm telling you, like this thing is vacuum sealed. It actually keeps things cold for up to 24 hours. It's kind of weird when you go and grab your water and it's still just as cold as when you put the stuff in there in the first place. It's nuts. And it will actually keep stuff hot for up to 12 hours. So if you have coffee in the morning, I do I do green tea, actually. So I have two of these hydro flasks like at my desk because I don't want to spill stuff on my laptop. I have one with water, one with this big thing of green tea that I make in the morning. So I have hot green tea all the time, all the time. It's nuts. Like, I don't know how we're doing this stuff. It's amazing. So anyways, that that's what I'm talking about. But maybe you want to go pick up a hydro flask. Maybe you want to buy something on Amazon. Go to Network, click on that Amazon tab, and then make your purchase. Same great prices, same great shipping, same great customer service. But Amazon says, Kev, I really appreciate it. That was really cool of you to let people know about this website called Amazon.com. I thank you. You know, here's like 3% just to say thanks. What's up? All right, let's get back to the show. This For this show... You know would be a great sponsor, and maybe I'll see if I can do like an affiliate thing with them. Is, Apple. Yeah. <laughs> Apple.com slash Fitcast Life Fuel to get your, yeah. Um, but Lynda.com, which is oh. uh, what I've used to to really bump uh-huh. up my audio editing. And that my was video a fantastic recommendation that you made at Motivate Boston for everyone. Is to everyone take wrote the, it down, yeah. Yeah, and that was a really, I wrote it down too. Um, it, it's it's really useful. This is a nice little side. Sorry to, to 
to make this more. This can be anything that we nice. want it like, to be, man. Like it's this true. Is, like people are going to get better by going to Linda's. Meta. So. This is a good meta uh, thought. Yeah. If you're starting your own company, there are the thing that I think we have learned the best is there's a web app for that. Yeah, there, absolutely. Everything that you need to do for your company, everything that you need to make, everything, everything. Mm-hmm. There's a web app for it. Go, just take the ten minutes to search on Google to find the thing that does the thing that you need to do for 10 bucks a month mm-hmm. um, with a free trial. Like all we are so efficient because we just gotten really good at going, Hey, I'm sure someone else has had this problem. Mm-hmm. There's probably a startup company that's developing a, the thing for this problem. And we're usually right. And Linda's a great example. It's like, man, I wish I knew a little bit more about editing. What's the like, or video stuff. I, what's the, what's the 20% thing that'll give me 80% of the gains. Mm-hmm. Linda. Well, you just reminded me because I do, uh, I do a yearly, and this is another idea for people that, that run businesses and stuff, but, um, at my bowl strength and conditioning, we get, um, a $300 maybe, no, actually I think it's a $500 stipend every year for continuing education. We can use that for a precision nutrition certification. We can use it to go to a seminar. We can use it to buy a DVD series, books, whatever. Um, and with that, I actually use mine for lynda.com. I've been using it the last couple of years. And this was a perfect timing because I just got billed on my credit card on April 8th for $250. <laughs> so I just got reminded to print this out and to bring it into work so I can get reimbursed. Nice. $50 for that lynda.com uh, sign up thing. But that maybe is that's probably something that I should put on the FitCast Network card going forward. I don't know. But yeah, if you're interested in helping people make stuff, that's a great way to for people to level up fast and, and it like with with stuff today and mm-hmm. like the other thing that i want to mention real quick with uh laptop stuff is like people are like since i'm like the tech guy in my circle people are always asking me like what laptop should i get like what should i buy is it like mac or pc and stuff and i always talk about you're you're basically spending more to have to wait less Right. So <laughs> that's a good example. <laughs> you, you, you're like my laptop costs $2,600. Yeah. But it makes it so I spend less time waiting for my work to be done. So then I can go on to the next thing or I can get it posted sooner, especially with big video files where I'm editing, you know, two, three hours of video a week for, for work. That's something that is super valuable going from like a $2,000 to 2600 Makes that, total sense. That's a no-brainer. That I will say the mistake that I see people make is the opposite of that, of that thinking, which is I see them make the same mistake with buying cars too. They think of the one percent of the time they'll need something instead of yeah. the ninety-nine percent. Um, sure. Yeah, I when I got this this fifteen-inch uh, Mac Pro, I was doing a hell of a lot of video editing, a lot of coding, mm-hmm. um, and I needed to I needed something that to your point would save me the time. It was also my only, I could only afford one machine. Um, now my life is very different and I need this 12. Like I need, I'm, tra- I'm all travel. So don't buy the thing, the, the, the biggest most because you'll use it once. Actually think of the, act, the, the time you'll save. Yeah. Um, you do some, do some Bayesian analysis on your needs and, mm-hmm. and figure that stuff out rather than just thinking you'll need the most. That being said, always max out the memory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like our, our storage. Like, yeah, your storage uh, is, is uh, more clear. Yeah, storage. The, the, I mean, that's 
that's the thing. It's the same thing that I'm looking at with this audio setup where for this podcast right now, I'm testing out a, a $60 microphone. And then tomorrow I'm testing out a $400 setup. So I'm, I'm trying to figure these things out. And if you ever use Apple, like you have 30 days or whatever it is, two weeks to bring it back. If you think you need something more or less, it's, it literally takes five seconds. They have those little things in their, they have iPhones in their hands. They they can can even, do you don't even have to talk to them. You can just, yeah, you can just do it. I yeah. don't want to talk to you. Just give me this 12, 512 mega, gigabyte oh, that's silver. The, I've walked in there, bought something with Apple Pay, like yeah. I mean, with the Easy Pay on the Apple app, and just walked out with it mm-hmm. probably 50 times. We send a lot of people hardware, like Apple hardware, to um, uh, especially for companies that are using our app. software. Yeah, yeah, using our software, we send them a lot of hardware. So I'll be like, okay, how many do you need? I just walk to the closest Apple store, buy five or six of something, oh, that's fun. scan it, and then walk out with you know twelve hundred dollars in hardware, and no one stops me. That's fun. That's yeah, that's, that's fun. That, that sounds pretty <laughs> cool. Um, I actually ended up talking with, um, you know, again, Georgia Dow, because she's not only uh, a psychotherapist, she 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 is in the uh, like technology journalism. She writes for iMore.com, which is an, an Apple website, and uh, she is very into Apple products. So we were talking about how uh, the psychology of setting up an Apple store and the experience that they deliver and like how people can yeah. adapt that for their, you know, fitness facility or just how they deal with people in general like that's a super that's a super crucial part of why people can walk into that like yeah into those four walls and drop three thousand dollars and not not only like not really think about it but be but super happy day. about it yeah yeah i mean i could today's new mac day for me i couldn't be happier yeah and i love there's a the story about apple stores that i love is so there's this slogan in business mm-hmm. that if someone tells you that this is this is true. You need to p- politely punch them in the throat for me. Um, <laughs> you can be new, you can be weird, but you can't be new and weird. Mm. And I and our internal slogan, habitry that I'm that I, and I was inspired by Apple to take is: you can be new, you can be weird, but you have to be new, weird, pretty, and goddamn persistent. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to you have to make something that's new and weird and deliver it in a, such a way that people go, "Oh, why isn't it always like this?" Right. And why was it always like this before? And the thing that people don't remember about the Apple stores was every when they came when they started doing the Apple stores, people thought they had gone insane because they wanted people to come into the store, use the stuff and and they never told them to leave. Like you could just hang out in an Apple store all day and use the products and they they didn't they they wanted to encourage that. Not only that, the people at the Apple store are not paid on commission. Mm-hmm. They're paid by the hour to deliver an experience. Another thing that people thought was utterly insane. Yeah. And now they're considered one of the most successful retail experiences in the world um, because they were persistent about it. Because they said, no, this is a better experience. This is a better experience and we will convert more people to Apple if they have a pleasant experience in our stores than if we try to upsell them. We have to think about them as a lifetime customer instead of a one-off customer. And if you're thinking of doing something that's new and weird, know, and this is business advice, know that it's not going to take off quickly. <laughs> it's going, it's new and weird. It's going to be and, confusing for the consumer for a little bit. Yeah, for a while. We're still confusing, and we know we are, and we're trying to get better at it. Um, but we have to iterate on it by being persistent, by being new, weird, 
pretty and persistent. Well, I'm I'm standing up now because, uh, <laughs> and hopefully the microphone isn't isn't picking up too much of that. But I, I had to stand up, uh, so just a heads up on that for everyone out there. Um, and and and, and Steve is going to let me know if I'm popping a lot. Nope, you're going to give me a heads up. So this is. What's so great about this is that I, I had a completely different outline for this, how this would go, but we're going in a different direction. <laughs> and maybe it's kind of the perfect direction because there, this is this 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 podcast is existing because I've started a company. So talking about starting a company makes a lot of sense for this episode. I want to talk about one more thing. Yeah. Uh, Envato. Have you ever used that website? Yeah. Okay. Envato. People have been asking me like. Oh, those logos are so great. How did you get them? I went through Envato and I, I hired someone to make those logos and they cost me a total of $300 to make mm-hmm. three badass logos. Like you don't need to do everything yourself. There is a, uh, like you were saying before, like you could get someone. There's a web service for that. Yeah. There's a web service for that. There's someone out in, I think uh, the guy who makes these logos or the company is in Serbia. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to like, $100 is going to go a long way getting a logo developed through them. And like they, they've been kicking ass so far. So um, just a, always don't think that you need to do everything yourself is I think what I'm saying. And don't yeah. think you have to drop $400 on audio equipment. Like this $60 mic might be perfect. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. The, the, the slogan that I've used a lot and that I, I'm obsessed with creating communities and groups. And the selfish reason is one of my life mottos is can't someone else do it. Right. And I'm always trying to pawn off the stuff that I don't like doing onto someone else. And there is that they'll take you so far mm-hmm. if you just constantly think you can't someone else do this. Um, or maybe a better way to put this, how can I inspire someone else to do it, to, to take, to take this and make it their own. And I'm very lucky being where I am in the Bay area. I'm surrounded by amazing talent. Um, especially design talent, design, not just UX, uh, we've had so much fantastic input from so many awesome UX designers, but also graphic, graphic design. And our graphic design is, was done by um, someone for whom, to whom I will be forever grateful. Uh, as a, she's a contractor, though. Like, you don't have to necessarily hire people. Hi, like, you don't have to hire the best forever. You can hire yeah, for a week. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and, it's, and especially if you're not in a hurry. Because usually the best are booked up. And if, if you can tell them, work on this whenever you want, and I'll pay you some, a slightly less because I'm not in a hurry, mm-hmm. that, that people are usually okay with that. Because most people have, or most really, really successful, busy, busy people, have got these weird downtimes. And if you can stick something in their cycles to kind of fill in the rest of the, the gaps, you're, you'll get a bit of a deal, in my experience. Um, that's worked out well for me. And since I, I know, like, again, the, the higher ups at Apple are probably listening to this, like again, <laughs> 13 inch MacBook pro quad core processor, make, make, make that happen. And I will give you my, what, what is left in the, the FitCast network bank account, which isn't a lot. Um, <laughs> and like, I'll, I think I was up front in the video and like, I'll be up front with this. Like, in that initial bank account, like I put in $3,500, like that's what I'm using to start this. And I spent like maybe 700 before to set up an LLC through legal zoom. Again, there's mm-hmm. a service for that. There's a service um, that. 
And Even if, we're 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 not an LLC. We're uh, we're we're a corporation. Yeah. But there was still a service for that. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. And there's so little barrier to entry these days. And even like for me, like $3,500 or $4,000, that's a lot of money for me. Like my bank account, my personal bank account, it's, it's a little lonely in there. Um, <laughs> but what, 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 at the end of the day, like when I was talking to you about this and I, and I talked with, and this is the other thing that you can do. If like you're starting your own business, like talk to the people that you trust most. Like I talked to, I called you, I talked to you on the phone for an extended period of time. I talked to Mark Fisher for an extended mm-hmm. period of time. I talked to uh, Jen Sinclair for an extended period of time. Jonathan Fast, like I talked to um, all Brian Patrick Murphy, like I talked to. You got a, a hand- good speed dial, man. That's a good speed dial. I'm super lucky in the position that I'm in, where I can talk to most of these people in. Uh, and, uh, and, and bounce ideas off them, but I'll actually even, I'll actually say that go on a limb though and say every one of those people, um, including me, if you, if you, if you reach out to any of those people, they'll answer the phone. Oh, for like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would prefer that you go to habitry.com slash call and set up an appointment, but totally. Um, and I get this from, from Dan John is if someone's willing, if someone's coming to you for help, you help them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if someone uh, if someone is, and I know that I tell people all the time that about especially Mark. Everyone, I love Mark to death, and he is the most generous person I know aside from Dan. And people are like, "Oh man, if I could only ever talk to Mark, it's like you, you can text him. <laughs> like it's yeah. if he's given you his number, you can text him. Like he loves to help people, and everyone that you mentioned on that list, I know mm-hmm. loves to help people." Yeah, no, everyone, like literally most of the responses that I got, like for, if I didn't have their phone numbers, I think, mm-hmm. I think, I think I just didn't have Jen's phone number. I, I, I thought I, you were going to say Jonathan Fast because that would have been funnier. No, I had, I had his phone number, but like, it was just, um, like an email and then like yeah. an email back like two minutes later, like, yeah, do you want, do you want me to call you right now? Yeah. Like that, that's basically what, like, she was like, I'm about to like leave the gym. I'm, I'm about to drive home. Do you want to talk right now? And it, it just is kind of how it how it works out. And I, I don't know when I talked about this, but yeah, like that's what, what we should all be doing is trying to help people like that. I think that's, those are the people that I usually try to get on the show. Most the people that are, are not necessarily always, you know, looking to, they're not in this for the money because to yeah. be honest, there isn't a lot of money in like personal training. Even like you could be that person who's like make the hundred thousand dollar year trainer. Sure, you can do that in New York City, but are you going to do it in Michigan? I don't know. Um, well, I met someone last week who's doing it in uh, Canada, like Ottawa. I was really impressed by that. That is impressive. Yeah, I actually like pulled her aside to be like to tell her, "Yeah, that's really impressive." Mm. <laughs> yeah, but uh, definitely for those of you listening, the other thing that you absolutely need to know is the Facebook effect. Um, yeah, and, or as, as Vanessa, my co-founder, puts it. No one ever publishes the preparation stage. Everyone publishes the the finished product. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're always comparing your prep to their finished product. Um, and remember that they had a they had a prep too. Habitry had a prep. I've been doing running Habitry groups uh, since 2010. So this is the sixth year of doing it. Like that's. It's it's a lot of prep. Like I did the first habitry group I ran um, at a 100 percent attrition rate at day 18. Wow! 
yeah, it took us a while to get to uh, 80, uh, 87% retention at three months and 78% retention at six months. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's a, yeah, it t- you're always comparing your, your, your prep to their completion. What was your uh, biggest challenge starting the company? Uh, Our biggest like, oh crap, this didn't go the way we planned. Um, we just changed our business model for coaches because, oh crap, it didn't go the way we planned. Um, we, this is the caveat about eating your own dog food because mm-hmm. I was coaching in a very specific way, which is running groups. I was running, uh, groups with no end date. So constantly running. Um, and we found that there was a, there's a bunch of coaches who work that way enough to, en- enough to function but not enough to grow. So we started looking a lot more into what was it, how, how was it that people wanted to use our methodology mm-hmm. and specifically the technology that we had made to implement it. And most people wanted, instead of uh, the business model that we had set up, wanted something else. So we changed. We pivoted to a different business model for coaches. Um, and that was... That was, I mean, it was, it was hard, but I don't, I, hard's a weird word. Like all it really was, was we needed to go, Oh, this is, this is not working the way we thought it would work. What, 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 what do we miss? What do we not know? Like what, what are we assuming that we're, we, we've gotten wrong. And we were assuming that people would want to work the way that I personally worked as a coach, which was not true. Everyone wanted to work in their own way. So we needed to make a business model that was a lot more flexible for coaches. So we created the Habitry Professionals group. And Habitry Professionals is a membership model um, that's a flat rate. And so coaches always know how much is going to, it's going to cost uh, instead of a variable rate based on the number of clients they had. Right. Yeah. I remember and, you talking about this in Long Beach. Yeah. And um, we are, we're now doing an all, in, like, all inclusive under one price. Mm-hmm. Education, uh, if you want to learn how to build communities um, that are focused and all feel, feel motivated, uh, we join the Habitat Professionals and it's education, support, and technology all at once. Like we've, we've got everything under that banner. So whatever it is that you need to actually start, to actually start making intentional communities, we'll support you. We, we've got the tools, we've got the people, we've got the community, and we've got the educational products. Um, and that was, that was a challenge for us to go, Oh, what are we, what are we missing? Like, and the the answer was we had all the pieces, but we didn't have them assembled in the right business model. And that's been, that that we, we just changed that. So is there like a threshold that you need to hit where you're seeing like, because I mean, you, you, you come up with this idea and you think Mm -hmm. it's like the best thing in the world. And then Mm -hmm. you, you see that, Oh, maybe it's not getting picked up, you know, as much, as, as we initially thought it would be, is there like a threshold threshold that, that gets hit? We're like, all right, well, you know, clearly, you know, maybe we need to make some modifications to this or, or go in a different direction. Uh, I mean, yeah, but they're going to be different for every business and they're going to be different for every person. I was waiting for it depends. Yeah, well, that's my answer for everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, of course it depends. Um, and it depends on uh, our our metric is we want to help the most people help the most people mm-hmm. and we weren't helping enough people and we were, and the rate at which we were helping people was not, it wasn't a hockey stick moving up into the left. Mm-hmm. It was linear and we were, 
this is like, okay, something's not, this is not looking the way we, the way we thought it would look. So we had to change and now it's moving in the direction we wanted to. Um, and we had other, other parts of the business that were moving that way. And we were going, well, what's the difference? And we were doing well with other types of groups, like our enterprise groups and stuff like that. Um, but we just, the coaching part, the, the, the coaches was, was not growing the way the other ones were. So we we're like, well, let's look at what we need to change and being, being honest about it. Okay. So maybe we'll go back to some of the notes that I wrote. Um, <laughs> like what we were initially going to talk about. So you're, you're in the business of, of helping professionals motivate other people. So my, my question for you is, do you ever have issues with motivation for yourself? And if you do, how do you motivate yourself? Because that would be terrible. Like it would be like the, the fat <laughs> loss coach that's 400 pounds. Like you can't do that. Right. Or, or can you? Oh, I will. Well, first is admitting that you're human. I'm uh, Kevin. I don't know if you know this, but I'm human. Um, and supposedly. I supposedly, supposedly, oh, I am. And I experience motivational, what we, at Habitry, we call them motivational shifts mm-hmm. all the time. Um, and but as I eat my own dog food, I don't, I, I personally do not believe that anyone can change themselves, that uh, personal transformation is a myth mm-hmm. and that, or at least so rare, uh, that, that it is, that it is fleeting. Um, and instead believe based on all my research and experience that, intentional communities change people all the time without us even knowing that we're being changed. Mm -hmm. So I have intentionally set up a bunch of intentional communities. Obviously the obvious one being the actual team at Habitry. Um, we're, we're really good at handing off and going, I, I, this is how, this is where I'm at today. And this is what I can do today. And everyone either falling in line behind or helping support. Like it really feels like as a team, that we're, everyone's moving forward uh, and whoever's moving forward with the most momentum is the person that we lock in and then we, and then we trade off. Um, and that feels great to me. I'm really, really proud of how we work. Um, the other thing that I do is I'm surrounded by a bunch of other people who are way more successful than me. Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean in terms of money. Um, I am, for everything, everything that Habitry does I'm friends with someone who does it better and uh, I learn from them constantly, not it just in a, in a, Hey, what, what, how do I do this kind of way? But in a, how do I think about this problem so that it isn't a problem anymore kind of way? Um, I like to hang out with people who are really abstract meta thinkers and that helps me with my own reframing of a lot of problems. I remember early on, we had a milestone on the app. We had a whole bunch of people on it. We were really surprised how, it, we, like, frankly, we, we grew the, the number of people on the app was was amazing, um, way faster than we thought it would be. And we had our first hiccup um, with the delivery of that service. Uh, long story short, we. <laughs> forgot to switch out an SSL key for anyone who knows what that is. Um, and our push notifications broke. Uh, and I was talking to a friend of mine who actually is the person at the bar who told me to start a company. Um, 
and I, I was saying, oh, this is an existential problem to our whole company. And he laughed. Mm-hmm. He went, this is, this is not an existential threat. He said, here's what happened to me today. Uh, my hardware got turned down by the FCC. Like the FCC turned it down. And everyone in the company freaked out. And he said, well, can we reapply? And they said, yeah. And he went, then we'll reapply. Like, he just doesn't see anything as an existential threat to his business. There's it, no such thing. It is a very obstacle is the way kind yeah. of way to look at things. Yeah. Which I'm recording tomorrow morning with Nick Winkleman. Oh, good. Um, we have a, I have this whole lecture I do called The, the Excuses Are the Path. Mm-hmm. And if you've got excuses, that's good news. That's the way forward. <laughs> right. The actual excuses that you have for not doing something are the way to go or the way to get through them. Um, but yeah, it's the same idea. The, 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 the concept of there are no existential threats to your business. There's just, there's just stuff you haven't figured out how to work around yet. Mm-hmm. And I can't count the number of times I thought something was an existential threat that we came up with a way better thing to do because we couldn't do it the way I originally thought we could do it. Mm. I mean, so many. Uh, the one at one a week, probably. It's, there's so many at this point. Um, and man, there's nothing better for teaching that, that, that than by having, you know, less money in your bank account than you think you should have. <laughs> yeah, man, that's, that's going to be something that is, is going to be like almost my scoreboard uh, for, for kind of figuring out how successful this thing, this thing is. And it's like also, um, you know, sorry, I got a really funny text message from Lee Peel as we're doing this. <laughs> uh, yeah, get to have friends in the in the fitness industry. Um, <laughs> possibly inappropriate text message. It's so it's so great that you leave your phone on during our conversations. Well, no, it's again, it's a Mac, so that just dings. And you know how uh, to turn that off, right? Uh, Command Q. No, go up to the upper right. Here's this is a tip, top tier cop tip for everyone. Notifications. Notifications. I like my notifications. Scroll up a little bit, and you can turn on. You can turn on do not disturb. Okay. Yeah. Well. No one knows that, apparently. This is one of the Apple hidden Easter eggs. Easter eggs. All right. So, and this is <laughs> like, um, I have a lot of things going on in my head right now. Right now, I'm looking at this Sure Beta 87A microphone, a $250 microphone mm-hmm. that I look at as an investment paired up with a $150 mixer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was just like a, like a lot of thoughts go through your head because this is this is that whole fear thing of like all right well am I just going to throw away four thousand dollars am I going to mess up all my taxes now it's going to cost more to get my taxes done at the end of the year can I give you a sneak preview yes you're yeah. going to do all that absolutely every one of those things I know and you know what in a year a year after you do that you'll be like oh yeah that that minor inconvenience that happened that I don't even remember anymore well I have like I'm looking at this right now and like potentially my bandwidth could triple. Like in terms of what I have to pay for for downloads of the podcast, which is uh, a blast, and and setting up a separate uh, web uh, hosting account for this website and getting it's a it's a fun process. But the thing that I've found throughout the whole thing mm-hmm. is that like it's a blast. Yeah, and it's and it's like it's expensive, but it's fun. <laughs> and I think with with a lot of this stuff, it's been it's been doing what feels right. And that, that is kind of like the best feeling in the world when you can figure out like, yeah, like I stopped doing back in my play for three months, but I have a lot of fun doing that show. And I almost try to talk myself out of doing it. Um, because, because 
I don't know. What's the best way to put this? I, I thought... I thought that, you know, I should leave video games behind and do like all fitness stuff. But I, the, the thing that like kept me from doing that is one, actually I have fun doing those shows. Like I've recorded three in the last like two weeks and they're a blast to do. I'm recording another one tomorrow with, with Mike Micah, who's a video game developer, but he has like this basement full of every, he has like every video game ever. And he's a historian and he like <laughs> preserves this stuff. And that's cool to talk about, but like it's, it's the audiences, right? It's like, it's that feedback that you can get from people, the emails that you can get uh, that mm-hmm. makes it all possible. I don't know why I said any of that. Um, maybe it's just because like, well, there's I'll so t- much I'll, stuff I'll in my head right now. I'll tie that bow on that, that sentence. Yeah. Uh, anytime that you can insert a feedback loop to get feedback, well, that was redundant. But it's, the stu- it's like the little – I remember when I first started writing a blog and I actually would – I went to perform better and people knew me from my blog. I was stunned. I was actually like, what? Other people read this? Um, but it kept me going for like another year. I didn't get feedback for like another year and people were saying, Oh, I like what you write. Um, any time that you can insert a way to get feedback will be valuable to you. Mm-hmm. Um, because normally the people that when you're first starting out with something and you're being vulnerable, when you're actually putting yourself out there, the people that respond to it, uh, I'm going to take a caveat. I was, I was asterisk. Um, the people who respond to it are generally the people who are, who, who share your values and are excited with you. So the feedback you're going to get is going to be helpful. And it's going to be positive. Um, the, the asterisk I'll put there is uh, this does not seem to be the case for women. Unfortunately, um, this is the, this is a part of white male privilege, uh, because women, when they put themselves out there, do not often have this super positive experience, unfortunately. But, um, I have found that inserting feedback loops has been very helpful for me. I can't actually speak for everyone in that particular case. Yeah, I never even really thought about that. Um, yeah, the internet's a real terrible place for women these days. Yes, the internet is a terrible place for not white dudes. Straight white dudes. Straight white dudes, thank you. Yeah. Yes, for not straight white dudes. That so hopefully really, we can make it a little bit more positive with the stuff that we're doing, jeez. I hope so. Um, that is uh, another another mission that I am definitely on helping those people help the most people also means helping to make the world a better place. Well, I think, I think you, you, you do that by helping You almost need to help the people that are making those other people's lives terrible because there's, there's clearly something that's making them want to go on the internet and say terrible things or, or do terrible things to other people. Uh, that's, that's something we're not going to solve on this episode, <laughs> but like that's a whole other thing. I mean, honestly, I, I've spent most of today talking about, well, not most to say, but like I've been in four or five different conversations about masculinity policing and the bullshit that goes on in our industry of people trying to police other people's expression of their gender. And it's, it's bullshit. It's always will be bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it is annoying as hell. I just got back from a five, uh, sorry, a three day summit where I was less, there was less than 10% men, um, or 35 people. And I was one of three dudes. And, it was so uh, refreshing to be in an environment where I could be not have to think about all that bullshit alpha male stuff. Like it was just people talking and that was awesome. Um, and I th- and I, someone, a bunch of the women there asked me, how is this different than being in a room full of men? I said, eh, a lot of room fulls of certain kinds of men. Um, I'd say 59 to 80% of what goes on is peeing on each other. And not a lot of work gets done. 
especially work that requires emotional vulnerability. And in the last three days, it's gotten so much more done because it just hasn't been any of that. It's been great. And, it, you know, to talk about the, the Motivate Summit stuff, like that yeah. was something that was a little bit different in terms of the, the tone of the vibe. And it took me a while to get out of my my shell. Like it's weird because people hear me on the show a lot and then they meet me in person and I'm kind of a much more closed off person initially. Yeah. Uh, so that was heads up everyone. Yeah. Well, well, it's not that, that I'm shy, but I'm also like, like it is the best thing in the world to have people come up to you and be like, Oh man, I really love the fit cast. Like you, you can't, I can't tell you how much it means to me. And like, I love I, every like day week it comes out. Like it's the the best. It's, I'm usually not always great at receiving that stuff because <laughs> I, I only receive it like at those events. Um, or even like I notice like receiving compliments is, is something that I'm not really good at. Um, when I went into work and like a bunch mm-hmm. of my like coworkers said, Oh, Hey, congratulations on the announcement. Like that was awesome. Like, you know, I hope, hope it goes like incredibly well. And I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe it will work. Maybe it won't. I don't know. Like, I was, I was like, almost like shutting myself down. Like, it's, it's a weird thing to, to do. But please, if you're at an event, and you see me, you best come up to that CFSC booth, say hi, <laughs> and uh, let me know how you're doing, and let me know how the event's going, and talk about the speakers. And if you, yeah, but the, the motivate some is a little different because you have to be, you have to immediately start talking to people. Like, you have, to, you immediate- have to say, can I spoil something? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the thing that we had to do, I think the very first thing that we did is we broke up into groups and say the thing that we are most proud of our, of ourselves. Is that the right? The strongest thing you've ever done. Strongest thing we've ever done. And mm-hmm. like, I didn't have something that, that came to mind uh, until I thought of, and I actually ended up using like the Fitcast Network. I ended up saying like, yeah, I think this might be the strongest thing I've ever done because like... Everything that I've done has been under someone else. All the business stuff that I've done, I've felt way safer because it was like a Mike Boyle business that I kind of mm-hmm. either ran or like I own a part of or whatever. But at the end of the day, like if anything really bad happens, it's going to be Mike Boyle. Like it's not, <laughs> not going to, no one's going to, you know, maybe I'll get fired, but you know, it would be like a Mike Boyle thing that, that happens. It's not a Kevin Larrabee thing where with this, like, yeah, if I screw up, yeah, that's my fault. Like, it's going to be on me. If this doesn't mm-hmm. go well, that's all on me. I can't blame, you know, a business partner. I can't blame anyone else really but myself. So that, like, it was why it took me so long to do this because it was literally the, the it was going to be the premiere moment where people needed to, I was going to go up on stage and people were either going to stand up and clap when I'm done or they were going to turn out, turn around and walk out the door and not want anything that I'm going to produce. So that was like, that, w- that was a scary thing for me. Uh, and it's still like, this is, we're recording this and this is going to be the first episode that comes out for this show. And I don't know if everyone's going to like it or not. I don't know, but yeah. well, you'll we'll do more. <laughs> I will do more. Like this is a show that like, I'm already having a blast doing talking about this stuff. And this is stuff that would never get talked about. All, I mean, and, and just speaking personally, this is the most animated I've seen you in a con- like heard you in a conversation on like talking about this stuff. Yeah, it, it's something that I needed to do because mm-hmm. they're, they're, these are the conversations that I couldn't have on the other show. Otherwise, people would say, "Well, it's not about what I wanted to listen about anymore" and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. uh, it is. 
well, I guess personally, it's just going to be good for me. But hopefully at the end of the day, not end of the day, maybe in two months, I can say, <laughs> hey, and this also brought to you by this product or this website because I need to... I need to kind of recoup some of the money I put into this. Hopefully, it's you need cool. to monetize some shit. I need to monetize some s- stuff, and that's 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 tough. It's like you have sponsorships, you have affiliate sales, you have uh, you have uh, t-shirt sales. Like, there's so many ways that you can do it. But the problem that I've always run into is there's like I have to do everything because there's so little income from everything. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I need to do a lot to have it add up, which. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I mean, the thing that I'm probably still going to tell people is like the best way that you can support the whole network is just become a Patreon supporter of back in my play of the fit cast. I think it would be, it doesn't make sense for me to make individual Patreon accounts for all that stuff. Because if you like are a supporter of the fit cast, the thing that I was, I'm saying in like the, uh, what do you call it? Like it's the seating, audio that I'm putting out because I'm putting out all the RSS feeds tomorrow for all the new shows, even though they don't come out for next week because I got to get them approved by iTunes and get the feed going. So I have this, this thing that I recorded today, which is like basically what the network is, what the show's about and how to support it. And I, I think the the best way people can still support everything is like, all right, become a patron support of the fit cast. And if you're a patron supporter of the FitCast, maybe if you like the other shows and you want to support the other shows, if you're doing a $1 per episode, maybe do $2 per episode. So that way you can like put it in a way where you're contributing to all the other stuff. Like it's, it's tough. Like it's stuff I got to figure out as a business. What's the best way to do all this stuff while also doing the other four businesses that I own part of. Mm-hmm. Jeez, this is, and tough. I'll, I'll, I'll say the thing that you won't say, which is, uh, this is if you don't actually support Kevin, he won't be able to make the content you're enjoying. This is yeah. not like NPR. Well, maybe it is like NPR, uh, but where there's a whole bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. This is a small community. The like, the people that are listening to this podcast um, do not have the. There are not as many of us as there are listening to NPR. Right. Uh, heads up. Well, I can tell and, you the the thick ass audience. I know exactly how many people download that show, and I know I have two hundred and thirty Patreon supporters. It's about a one percent, one percent support thing, which is again, it's not very grateful. Like I'm very very grateful. Like I would have maybe had to stop the show because, like outside of this, I work like forty to fifty hours, sometimes sixty hours a week, depending on what I'm doing for the certification coaching uh, to feed your dog to to feed my dog and that's actually something i said in that that seating audio thing is like yeah like i need to be able to buy my dog the best dog food because <laughs> i think he's worth it you know he seems to be okay he's sleeping on my memory foam mattress right now the lucky bastard but um like yeah, yeah this is the stuff i worry about yeah and you will um it doesn't go away you just sort of learn how to compartmentalize it personally like I still I have the same fears. It's just, um, yeah. It's like you worry about it when you slow down. Like what I've been doing those last couple of days is I haven't slept a lot. I've been going, going, going. Like I've been waking up like at five thirty, six o'clock and I've been working until like eight to nine o'clock and then maybe watching two episodes of Brooklyn nine, nine to, <laughs> to decompress a little bit. And then I go to sleep, but it's been nonstop. And now that like I'm thinking about it, I'm like, Oh yeah, so I basically just took 
what has been, you know, maybe it takes in total four and a half, five hours for me to produce the FitCast every single week, uh, editing, producing, recording, pushing it online, getting the RSS feeds up and all that stuff. And back of my plate takes about, it takes about twice as much time to edit that because of all the breaks and music and stuff. And it makes half as much per episode. But oddly enough, it has about a fourth the audience, which is weird. Hmm. Um, and then I have three new shows that I got to produce every week now, which is kind of nuts. Which That is nuts. So I've basically quadrupled or tripled my workload. And also, it's cost me more money to serve all that content. What am I Heads doing? Heads up, everyone. What did I do? <laughs> uh, yeah, you And you, you can probably you tell, like, up. I'm sick. I've been sick all, like, these last week and a half. Yeah, that happens, too. Oh, it's... Sneak it, preview. If you start a business, you get sick a lot. Yeah, it's like, maybe if you don't sleep a lot and, like, you, you might get sick. I don't know, man. Yeah, well, couple of that with traveling a lot on planes. And it means yeah. you're sick. Yeah, I'm traveling. I'm traveling, and this is what we talked about getting a. We probably should have recorded that, like talking about audio recording stuff. Like I have this awesome Go mic, so I'm gonna have a USB mic with me everywhere I go to to record shows. But like this, the, starting in May, I'm traveling twice a month. I'm flying places and staying for three or four days for work. So it's mm-hmm. it's gonna be um, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be <laughs> educational, as Michael J. Fox would say in Back to the Future. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's really cool to hear you on the cusp of something. It's really cool to, I mean, I think I told you this for the first time you called me, Like you're really, really excited wait, and wait. it's really cool to see you like you've just, you've just put a step over, like you're, you're putting your foot out over the diving board and you're about to jump off. It's really cool. It's really cool to see. I I think I think the most feedback that I got from that video, and I got whatever it was like two hundred fifty likes on on Facebook, and Uh I I got maybe I don't know sixty emails. I got everyone that I know text messaged me, or at least Uh people that are close to me text messaged me. Said like, "Oh, great luck, you know, or good luck," and you know, I I'm totally supporting what you're doing and all that stuff. And Facebook messages, like any way or tweets, any way people could get in touch with me. Like I said, I've never seen you like that. Like that's, yeah. you should be doing that. Of course you should be doing that. Like that's, but now it's trying to figure out how I can continue to do it and make, make it something that would support the effort and the, the, the costs of doing it. Like I said before, focus on consistency and the rest of the stuff will happen. Oh, for sure. Like it, like I, I remember Somebody who runs another podcast like contacted me a while ago about like Patreon support, like wanting to do mm-hmm. Patreon support for their podcast and said, oh, well, you know, I just want to set that up because I saw how much your money you're making. Like, A, I make like $300 per episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mate, but that's like before Patreon takes a cut. It's before mm-hmm. the government takes a cut. Um, and then uh, I said, well, I didn't start that until eight years after doing the show. I gave eight years of free content. <laughs> and then I asked for support and there was some PayPal donations before that. Yeah. Between, like, I remember people, that. Yeah. People made like individual, like some people, some people were badass. Some people donated like a hundred dollars. Some people donated like $5. Some people do like, they still do it. They do like $2 per month, which is amazing. Like the thought, the effort that goes into going to PayPal and making that happen 
is a much it, it, it it's a lot of effort like it is clicks like i'm not this isn't a yes. joke like this is it's no, a it's hurdle painful. for people to go through or to jump over to be able to support me i appreciate that um but i was saying like okay well you you got to keep in mind like i'm ad free i am doing patreon support eight years into this like it took eight years to make any money off this show i basically lost money with some sponsorship in, in between like quest bars but then they they went and made their own then podcast. they blew up then tom made his own podcast and like to, i've been talking to tom about getting him on the show and he's so busy obviously like dude's incredibly busy um at quest and uh you know there's been great sponsors in the past like uh the pt uh advantage has been a great uh sponsor and and uh even like larry draper uh mm-hmm. helped sponsor the show for for a block of four and like this she's is a saint. I love Larry. Oh, she's she's an absolute best in the world. Uh, she was, she took a total blind buy on on sponsoring the show. Mm-hmm. And that's why every single time I I can uh, possibly mention it uh, on Target Publishing. Go to their yes. website and buy a bunch of books and DVDs because it's from the best people in the industry, and the best people in the industry are producing that stuff and, and editing that stuff. So go support Larry and and Dan John and everyone else up there. Uh, and and another huge part of being in a career for long enough is collecting all those people yeah. who are that generous and wonderful. Yeah. Larry, Dan, Mark Fisher, all those people you mentioned that you called Jen Sankler. Yeah. Like there, there's, there's a bunch of super generous, awesome people out there. And if you spend enough time in this industry, they're, they're often not who you think they are, mm-hmm. but that don't mean that's not me talking shit. I mean, that's me. That's like, Everyone, when I mean, you start out with anything and you're, you're new, everyone's a personality. Let's be everyone's real. Like they're, yeah. they're fitness personalities because we're, we're, we're in the business of selling at the end of the day. Like we are selling you programs. I'm selling you a podcast. But uh, I mean, the best thing is, you know, hopefully most time people meet me and they usually like me more <laughs> after <laughs> at least I, at least that's what they tell me. I mean, they could be turning around and be like, yeah, that piece of shit. Oh, my God. Like I'm, yeah, I'm that subscribing. Um, but for the most part, like people know, I just, you can, hopefully you can tell, like, I just love talking to people. So it's like a blast when I get to talk to new people, but the, where are we going? So I don't know where we're going, but if you, if you do (laughs) want to sponsor any of the shows, like that's an easy way to get a hold of me and I've had, or you can do Patreon and there's like, I've mentioned it before, but there's been plenty of companies, there's been plenty of people that have approached me to sponsor the show that I've turned down because I am not willing to subject people to stuff that I don't believe in, right? Mm-hmm. So that that's something that is a hurdle for me because I I treat the audience like if I was listening, you're not going to get two-minute ads because those, like, or I should say you're not going to get like a 10-minute ad of like, this segment's brought to you by something, something in here. You're going to hear 10 minutes of this person selling you something. No, I don't want to do that. But I would, wouldn't mind doing like, hey, this episode is brought to you by uh, On Target Publishing, your home of the best DVDs and books from the greatest fitness professionals in the world. I recently just got the, the latest uh, Gray Cook DVD set. It is absolutely outstanding. It, it was not only him and, and Lee Burton, but also Dan John. They did a great seminar series. And the best part about this is that you don't need to go to the seminar. Like it's on a DVD. You can watch it on demand and you don't have to pay for the hotel. You can just come and 
pop those DVDs into your drive, or you can download the videos digitally. And it's just like being there. It's so Marie, great. If you're listening to this, that was amazing copy that he just did. That was really good. But th- that's how it should be. It should be stuff that I believe in and stuff that is is organic. Or it could be like, mm-hmm. you know, lynda.com. Like lynda.com is how I was able to learn how to do all this stuff. And if you are thinking about starting, uh, whether it be a video series or starting a YouTube channel, or maybe you want to put together a DVD series for the people that you're trying to help, you can learn all that stuff. And it's like only... Uh, a month. With $20 a month, you're going to get access to all these videos and you might just get everything you need in two months. So with $40, you're going to get the education that you need to start a YouTube channel, to do video production and make it look professional and not like just some 13-year-old with a shaky hand with an iPhone. That's not how you (laughs) want to look. You want to learn how to produce all this stuff. So go to lynda.com and use the promo code whatever. Like that's, That's what I want to do. I think this is what this show should be, is you practicing your pitches for ads. Yeah, this is our – look at my God. <laughs> holy crap. I just – look, we've been recording for an hour and 20 minutes. Yes. <laughs> okay. We should probably go home. We should uh, start start wrapping this up in round third base. So um, – yeah, let's let's start doing that because I'm 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 sit I'm sitting in a dark room now because we've been talking so long. The light was the sun was out outside and now it's not. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, like this is stuff that th- this show is going to be the best show. This is going to be the best show ever. We still haven't talked about a bunch of stuff, but you know what I can do is I can go yeah. to your website and I can schedule another time to talk and we can talk down the road and we can break it up a little bit. You can, and anyone else can go to habitry.com slash call and also schedule with me. Would you? Would you? Um, and, oh, that was the other thing, the helping thing. So yeah. I, I mentioned that – I forget where I mentioned that. Maybe I mentioned that on the show. But I've talked to lots of people who – actually, I was talking with Brett Bartholomew about this, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, there's tons Another of people – Another great guy. That, oh, no, fantastic dude. Um, yeah. But I, I get a lot of people that email me that are like, oh, you know, I just I'm curious about, you know, how you got to you where you are in the industry. Like maybe they haven't listened to 10 years of podcasts and followed me in my life. Um, <laughs> so which actually, if you want to. The scary thing is when people have listened to all 10 years and they knew me when I was 20 and now they're meeting me as I'm 30. Whoops. That's scary. That's super. That's super stressful and scary. But um, I, I end up talking to a lot of people on Skype because like the thing that again, we love doing is helping other people. And if it's like, I can talk to someone for 30 minutes on Skype and it can help them get in a direction where they want to go in the fitness industry. I can say like, Hey man, you might want to watch out for this because when I was in your shoes, like this is what happened. So I'm not telling Mm -hmm. you to go down this road, but just keep an eye out for it in case it pops up. So you don't have to run into the same issues that I did. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's a blast. All right. And there's so many, there's so many people who want to help like that. Yeah. Um, I've been having a lot of great conversations with um, Michael Liddick, who is at Mark Fisher Fitness mm-hmm. and is a amazing human in his own yes. right. Um, and I, I, I talk to the talk to that guy at least once a day now. And he and I have this uh, this experience that we've had been lucky to have some great mentors uh, and mentors in the classic sense of, of of the word. And one of the things that we've been we've noticed is great mentors feel compelled to help because they've, they've learned something that they, they feel compelled to impart. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dan, I'm going to use an example, will charge 
people like professional athletes who call him. But if they show up at his house, he trains them for free and he'll train them for free for as long as they stay at his house. Um, if you email Dan, he will respond within like 10 minutes. Like it's yeah, insane. It's pretty, he's pretty good. He's really good. Um, because he feel, feels compelled to, to pass on that knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's not a selfish thing. It's a, it's a man. I owe so much. Um, and all the people I know who are like that, like, uh, we keep mentioning, um, it's a compulsion. Mm-hmm. Like I feel the same way. Um, and when I wrote my book, I actually inserted places in the book that said, if you've done this, email me, I really want to give you a high five. And I responded to all of them. <laughs> like it's, it makes my day when someone emails me that they've, they've taken a step to helping to starting their community. I totally to emailed you after that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's really cool. Like I, I have a spreadsheet of all of the people. Great, that was a great it. idea. Yeah, uh, and actually, I, I don't, it was just a moment of I, I want if anyone's done this, like taking them, taking the Read time, the to, twenty pages, the twenty-five pages of the ebook. Yeah, research. Then I, I want to give them the, give them the high five. Hmm. Like we did that for our last. Um, we put out a seven thousand word summary of what's going what's going on in uh social psychology right now this mm-hmm. crazy upheaval going on in the world of so- social psychology involving replication and i wrote what was ostensibly like i like what you said i felt compelled to write it mm-hmm. i was like there's no way someone people are going to read this it's seven thousand words it's super nerdy but i feel compelled to write it i feel like it's our duty to inform like I, we feel we feel that Motivators of all stripes have a right to know how to keep people feeling motivated, mm-hmm. the science behind it. And there is a crazy thing going on in social psychology, and we feel compelled to tell people. Uh, I wrote it. Omar and I – Omar collected all of the, the studies, organized them for me. Um, I read them on the flight out to New York and wrote the 7,000-word first draft on the flight back. Uh, and we turned around what was essentially a third of a master's thesis in four days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, there's no way anyone's going to read this. It's so nerdy. But I, I had to do it. And I put a little thing at the end. Give me a high five if you actually read this. Uh, I got gotten so many people who I've given high fives to. And that one blog post was read by ten times more than any other blog post we put out. Um, and I got people from all over, like professors from all over the world. Uh, saying that they're going to use it as a way to help teach about replication mm-hmm. in social psychology. Uh, and now we're a part of freaking curriculum um, in Australia and Sweden and in, in the UC system, like crazy stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I just, but I felt compelled to do it. Um, and and if, I, if there's anything that I feel pretty adamant in saying, if you feel compelled to help people, you you have something. Mm-hmm. There is a you have a knowledge. You have a boon that you need that you need to pass on. And there's other people out there who feel the same way. And if you just ask, you be surprised. He'll help you. That's a perfect way to end this show. I couldn't have thought of a better. Like I I, I would have never thought this would have went this good, this well. <laughs> I I literally am. I was like, oh, okay, we'll talk for like 30 minutes. That'll be good. You guys need 30 minutes. And now it's we're an hour and a half in, and I've had to go to the bathroom for the last 25 of it, which has been very uncomfortable and why my, my speech patterns may have changed slightly. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to wrap it up 
here. And I've never wrapped up one of these episodes. So I think maybe go to this is the thing, like I've been trying to figure out my uh my URLs and stuff because I'm trying mm-hmm. to make like nice short URLs so people can get all the episodes for the show and just get to the the show notes really quick. I mean, the best thing that you can do for this show is just go to fitcast.network. At the top of the page, you're going to see tabs for each and every one of the podcasts. And maybe you listen to this and you want to check out some of the other podcasts, like maybe back in my play, if you want to hear about some old video games. And that's even going to be also talking uh, about some movies down the road. So uh, there's Back in My Play. There's the FitCast Book Club. By the time that you hear this, the first episode will have been out with Tony Gentilcore. I'm recording the second episode with Nick Winkleman tomorrow. And then I'm also going to be talking with Jill Coleman very shortly. And also we are recording with the... Uh, Okay, now I'm thinking maybe I recorded uh I'm looking I got to look at my recordings right now because I'm just in the process of editing all this stuff and mm-hmm. I'm looking at the first episode of We Are Recording I did and it was with Brian Patrick Murphy. So that's going to be Ooh. a pretty good first episode. Uh That's going to be good. Yeah, the the damn, actually the first four episodes of We Are Recording are pretty badass because I also have uh, Tannis, she's, she's an actress in New York City who listened to the podcast. Uh, she was on like House of Cards and she's doing some some awesome stuff in video uh, production. Like she's she's making movies and, and making short films and stuff, talking to her about what that's all about. Blake J. Harris, who is the author of Console Wars, talking about writing that book, the writing process, his writing process. And also he writes for uh, Slash Film. He writes segments on how did this get made. Uh, he writes side pieces for that podcast, which is a great podcast all about terrible movies. How did they get made in the production of those <laughs> movies and then watching those movies? Um, and that's a that's an awesome podcast. And then the fourth episode is with Mohammed Tahir, uh, who is a uh, he owns a record label and he lives. Um, okay, this is actually I'm gonna I shouldn't give these stories away, right? Go, no, you, listen, you can go, listen sorry. to them. Yeah, go, go listen to them and, and and go check those out because they're they're really really uh, great. And of course, the Fitcast is always coming up with Brian St. Pierre and uh, Dave Dalanave, and uh, I'm always recording more of those. Just great stuff. And I've recorded so much already, and there's so much more to come. But I'm making sure that this is a regular basis. So go to Fitcast.network. Just go there, and you'll see all the episodes for any podcast that you want to listen to. That's your one-stop shop. And maybe if you thought like, I want to support the show, but I don't want to give Kevin money through Patreon. (laughs) Maybe you shop at Amazon. You can go to the website. There's an Amazon store tab right at the top. If you click on that, what that's going to do is take you right to uh, an Amazon page. It's not working right now as I click on it because, uh, Maybe my header system's messed up, but hopefully it will welcome, work by the time that you Welcome to this. owning a business. I know, and I run. I built my website. I, I or at least not the theme, but everything else that's in it, and it's a, it's a blast. So uh, you can find out. Just go to Fitcast Network. That's the best way. But also, uh, Steve, where can people get a hold of you? What's your What's your Twitter all about? And uh, of course, websites. Or what would you like to? Where should people go? They get a lot of places to go, but where should they go? Go to habitry.com, habitry.com. Um, you can learn more about our habitry uh, professionals if you're a coach, uh, if you're just a, a person who's looking to uh, feel more motivated and learn some new habits. 
you can also uh, check out what we have for you. Um, and if you're interested in just hearing or reading crazy sh- things that I say, uh, the Coach Stevo is my Twitter handle, uh, the Coach Stevo, and I'm also on a lot of other platforms, <laughs> just all of them, probably. I like to talk, and I talk a lot. Uh, and if you're interested in checking out our Motivate Summits, which uh, Kevin mentioned, you can go to habitry.com slash summit or motivatesummits.com mm. um, and see where we're coming. We're be, we'll be in Toronto next weekend, Chicago the week after that, and then we'll be announcing our fall schedule very, very soon. Awesome. That's, that's, that's rad. So we got, we got a lot of great stuff for you people to check out. You can find all those links, hopefully, in the show notes at fitcast.network. And I, I, I thought this was really great. You can also sign up for the newsletter uh, at Habitry so they can stay in yes. touch with you. And Please do that. They won't send you stupid things, it says. That's yeah, we won't. Disclaimer. We won't send you stupid things. Absolutely. No, no stupid things, which I've been signed up for it. I still have yet to receive anything stupid. <laughs> so they, it's, they, they stand by that word. So you can go uh, check all that stuff out. So, um, and this is maybe this is something I got to do right now. Why don't I have this book? Maybe it, did it's I buy this book? We Make Communities. Yeah, it's my book. Jesus, Kev, what are you doing? All right. Okay, I got something to do. But I'm gonna Yeah, habitry.com slash book if you're interested in the book We Make Communities. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. All right. So that's it. Thank you so much for for hanging out for an hour and a half. And hopefully now you filled up your tank. Is that the tag like tag I'm going with? Your tank hopefully your tank is full. Oh no. Um maybe maybe you're I don't know. What what uh, okay. Put a tiger in your tank. No, wait, someone already yeah, did that. Someone, someone already did that. So um, hopefully your take is full and you're ready for your most productive weekend of all time. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. That's my... That, I hope we have that forever. We have it forever. <laughs> Put this out. It's ready to go. All right, thanks, everyone. See you next time.